Okay, how much? Abs in a six pack. Hey guys, your mom took a shit and doesn't want me to see it. It's Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, here with Dan from MMO.show, the Millennial Media Offensive, and this is a new live son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. (laughs) Just please, God, free us from that. Just enjoy yourselves. You are gonna love it. This pop, this pop, 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 pop. I know your mustache is cool. Oh, oh, oh. Everybody knows that that. Any, I mean, everybody does know that. Dan, how you doing? Thanks for coming on. I'm- I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. It's a great, uh, great episode. Great idea. Should be lots of mature and exciting content. Oh, good. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I got to, I got to level. I got to come clean. I got to give you, give you the old clean wipe. I got this uh, concept because I learned a lot of things I did not know from this week's South Park and decided to do a deeper dive or a deeper plunge, if you know what I mean. In the PP. Yeah, did you see this week's South Park episode? I missed it. I did not see it. So the the the, the, the crux of it, Randy Marsh, Stan's dad, uh, he gets a Japanese toilet. It's actually where I got this. Um, that's where I got this ISO from. Um, his because Sharon clogs the toilet. Hey guys, your mom took a shit and doesn't want me to see it. And she <laughs> and she makes him get a new toilet, so he goes to the you know Home Depot or whatever the hell Lowe's and. And she has to get a new toilet or she tells Randy he has to get a new toilet and he spends $10,000 on a Japanese toilet, which actually, but do you have your cell phone on you? I do. Give, give me a call real quick. Okay. You can hear my ringtone. It's the same thing as the intro. Uh, it's, it's the sound that Japanese toilet makes when it opens. Incoming. All right. But yeah, it's, it's the, uh, here it goes. Can you hear that? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's that's my ringtone now. Um, so yeah, Japanese so, toilet sound. Yeah, <laughs> it's the sound of a Japanese toilet. Love so it. this this episode. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just. Randy's bragging about his toilet. He calls everybody in the neighborhood, and it starts. All the kids start calling Stan Richie Rich and stuff. I'll play the next clip and and uh, I'll you'll kind of see where I'm going here uh, shortly. Right on. Dad, can I talk to you? Stan, you're back from school already. I need to talk to you right now. The fuck are you doing? Fuck are you doing? You need to stop gloating to everybody. I am not gloating. Yes, you are. And now kids at school are calling me Richie Rich. They are. Nobody cares about your stupid toilet and your acting you're like a jerk. I'm acting like a jerk because I'm trying to help people. How are you trying to help people, Dad? Because people don't know that these toilets are awesome, and I'm just like the well-respected guy who's trying to open people's eyes like JFK. You are not like JFK. 
You're just showing off. Nuh-uh, I'm like JFK because I'm trying to change things. <laughs> so so Randy uh, starts, he gives this big speech about how even the commoners can afford the cheap versions of uh, bidets from Walmart or Amazon and they won't have to buy toilet paper anymore. And uh, Jimmy pulls Stan, Randy's son, aside and gives him a little talking to. And if you listen to the background music, you probably won't get it without the uh, visuals of them being on a park bench and talking, Stan and Jimmy. But uh, if you've ever seen Oliver Stone's movie JFK, it's a direct reference to that movie, which happens to be my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Spencer and Lorian and I did a episode kind of deconstructing that with some other JFK stuff, which I will link in the show notes. But I would recommend watching the movie JFK before you listen to it. But yeah, here's the uh, here's the next clip here. Stan, you've got to stop bragging about your toilet. I'm not bragging about my toilet. And why is it such a big deal anyway? It's a big deal, Stan. You just don't understand why. Have you ever asked yourself why we use toilet paper? We're told to wash our hands, wear masks in crowds. But for some reason, when it comes to wiping our ass, we're told to do it with this little piece of paper. We are all, all of us, walking around right now with a little bit of shit smeared on our buttholes. Did you know that 70% of people in the world don't even use it at all? 70% of the world doesn't use toilet paper? Look it up. Most people in the world still use good old soap and water. The average American uses 140 rolls of toilet paper per year. Can you even begin to imagine how many trees that is? To supply the United States with toilet paper, it takes 31.1 million trees per year. A million acres per year of precious Canadian boreal forest alone, releasing upwards of 25 metric tons of CO2 and leveling 90% of the land barren. So then why do Americans use it so much? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? None of it makes any sense. Well, then maybe somebody ought to just tell your dad to stop. Americans don't want to change their toilets, and they never will. So... I just realized I forgot to start the live stream, so that's uh, that's great. But hey, yeah, so welcome, <laughs> welcome everybody, welcome everybody. Uh, you can catch the first couple minutes on the recorded version. Sorry about that. Oh, that's boy. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long day, people. Ugh. Yeah, I know those days. Yeah. Have you ever used uh, a bidet before? I have one time, and I felt like it, it was cultural appropriation, so I felt kind of bad about it. But. Sure. What was your uh, what was your general takeaway with it? I, it was not quite the level of like it wasn't quite like that good. Yeah, it, it was like a, it was like like in a good way. <laughs> sure, yeah. As long as it gets the peanuts off. Um, but uh, okay. So, have you seen JFK Oliver Stone? I have not. No, unfortunately. Okay, so the direct I I forced Spencer and Lorian to watch the director's cut like two years ago or whenever we did that episode. But it's uh it's a great cast: Kevin Bacon, Joe Pesci, Kevin Costner, uh, John Candy, everybody, everybody, all the time. It's great. And uh, so uh, Donald Sutherland plays the character that Jimmy's kind of playing in this episode. So I looked into what Jimmy was saying about toilet paper because I never thought about toilet paper until I saw this episode that came out. Um, I guess it was a week a week ago today. I never had looked into toilet paper, thought about toilet paper. So I thought I'm going to look into this because this seems legit. And sure enough, seventy to seventy five percent of the world doesn't use toilet paper. I did not know this. Did you know this? Nope, I did not. 
it's kind of crazy. And um, here's just a random old doctor on YouTube I call, I pulled talking about toilet paper. Toilet paper does not work. Like I said in the intro, wiping your ass with toilet paper is the equivalent of showering by wiping your entire body with a dry towel. Everyone knows it's the water running off your skin in a shower that cleans you. Toilet paper literally smears things around, undoubtedly leaving particles of feces behind, which can increase your risk of urinary tract infections. Gastroenterologist Partha Nandi has said that regular bidet use has been shown to reduce a person's risk of hemorrhoids, since toilet paper can be very irritating. Bottom line, wiping with toilet paper is unhygienic and leaves you dirty. So like Jimmy said, right now we're all walking around with a little bit of shit smeared all over our assholes. I didn't, I, I just, like, it's something you don't think about. You take it for granted, right? I suppose, you know, because yeah. when you, when you get in there, so first of all, let me, are you, do you, are you a folder or a scruncher? I, f well, it depends how drunk I am. If I'm sober, okay. I fold. If I'm drunk, I'm scrunching. I'm always fold. I always fold. I think, I think scrunchers are savage. If I scrunch, That's next it's, level it, savagery. If I scrunch, it's because I've been doing a little, I've been hitting the bottle. You know what I'm saying? But I usually sure. fold. I, feel, I usually fold. Right along the lines. What's your? Uh, what, what do you think if you are? You got a really clean shit, right? Yeah. You shit solid, minimal wipeage. They call that what, a ghost how, poop. So at least that's what I call it. When you when you take a dump and you wipe in the first wipe, there's no poop. That's called a ghost poop. It's like it wasn't even there. Okay, so you're sober. There's no no bottles involved. You have what you believe to do, what you feel to be a ghost poop, but you wipe anyways. How many plies, you know, squares are you taking off the roll? Uh, Four to six. Unless, well, it depends on the quality. If it's like real shitty toilet paper, I'd go six to eight. If it's sure. really like good, you know, quality toilet paper, I would go two to four. Okay. Yeah, that's where I am. I'm a three guy. I do three and then I fold it over itself twice and then I go in for it. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. If you realize you're out of toilet paper and you can't do you can't do what Hulk Hogan did. I don't know if you saw his tweet, but he accidentally tweeted when he was trying to text somebody in his house and he said, help, brother, I'm out of toilet paper. And then deleted the tweet. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, but uh, but uh, if you if you if you're out of toilet paper, what do you do? Do you use like the like the if you pull the last off the roll and you're out, and you need more toilet paper. You use the the um, the cardboard cone in the middle to just try to like get scrape the rest off, throw it in the trash, and throw it away right away. What's your go to, or do you kind of like tuck your butt cheeks together and like penguin walk over to like to get another roll? So I've definitely done that a lot. Uh, yeah. There have been <laughs> there, there have been times though where I uh, knew that there was no toilet paper, like when I was living in a bachelor pad. Um, yeah. and yes, I've definitely done the roll, but I, I don't like use it like a, uh, chisel, you know, chiseling away up the bee hole. I like, I kind of tear it's gotta it be and tear it in half a little bit. chiseling it away, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's been up there you know? a couple days at that point. Yeah. Well, not chisel, but you know, scrape a little bit, scrape the, you gotta give it a little chisel, off. my nizzle. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. I've done it. You, you get, you do what you have to do. That's humanity <laughs> at that point. Especially if no one's around, I feel like people. I are you different? Like not different, different, but you act a little bit differently in front of people than you do just by yourself, right? 
Uh, the only time I really try to keep myself in check is if I'm around somebody I'm trying to fuck. Otherwise, I just kind of let it all hang loose, personality-wise. Sure. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> because poop is funny. It is funny. It's the best I'm sure thing ever. you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. <laughs> uh, all right. Let, let me... Uh, let You're me, an artist, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh that drop is came from Meep uh on episode sixty nine. We did a episode sixty nine we did all about eating ass. We had a eating ass experts, a big fat black truck driver, a hotep. It was great. Um yeah, I'll put that maybe I'll put that in the show notes too, because this is kind of related. Um so yeah, yeah, I looked into it and Jimmy was right. The toilet paper industry in the United States alone is worth roughly $30 billion today and growing. The average person uses roughly 100 toilet paper rolls a year, which works out to be about 83 million rolls produced per day to keep the U.S. population happy. The growth of this industry is largely dependent on the growth of a population as well. Also, if you have or need to stock up on toilet paper, please consider the fact that you shouldn't need much more than 100 rolls for one year or about eight rolls for one month. Just saying. Historically, Costco Wholesale's best-selling item has been toilet paper, just in case you were wondering. This is why Costco always places this item in the very back of the store to force you to walk through as many aisles as possible and buy other goods that you don't necessarily need as badly. In a normal year, Costco will sell around $400 million worth of their signature Kirkland-branded toilet paper. However, I suspect 2020 will see an uptick in sales for this item. Besides the fact that houses are likely being TP'd less nowadays, it has become interesting to see how this industry may react. Currently, Costco's toilet paper is one of the most popular brands of toilet paper on Earth. Because less than half the world's population uses toilet paper, there is still plenty of room for this industry to grow. This makes the United States an outlier when it comes to its reliance on this nifty little invention because we use so much of it. America. I don't know. That seems like a lot to me. I don't think I use eight rolls a month when it comes to toilet paper. I think I'm I, a very efficient user. I I think you you sound maybe like you're even more efficient than me. But like I said, it depends on my sobriety. But I I think most people are just like crunching and and scrubbing. Ah, I'm telling you, man, that's savagery. I would fun. rather. It's, I mean, there's no control with the scrunch, right? Right. Yeah, you might you might get your thumb like uh, you might get some poop on your fingers. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, do you wash your hands every time you go poop? I wash my hands every time I go pee. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Everyone does. Oh, not. Everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Hold on. Famously, Lucas said on this show he hasn't washed his hands in four years, and he's not going to start I, now. So, yes, I wash my hands every time. Have you heard this clip where a guy uh, is talking about how he goes poop, and I, it's like uh, unbelievable? I, I can't. I can't say that. I. I don't know. Play it for me. I'll I know. Yeah, it's really not a. It's not. A, I don't want to give a lot away. But yeah, I, br- I brought this this clip for you. Have a listen. We all touch shit before. None of, none of, no, I've never shit in a tissue before. You shit. You touch shit every single day. If you shit. Like, you don't wipe yourself? It got shit in the tissue when you wipe yourself. You don't know how to get the... It. Why are you touching the shit? The tissue no. is for the shit. That's what I'm saying. You you grab shit no, all the no, time No, no, no. You're tissue. not saying that. You don't. Yeah, you you're wipe. wipe and you grab the shit. You don't grab... Why are you grabbing hold shit? Hold on, hold on. Do you got so shit you stuck me, in your ass while you're on, taking... Are so you telling me that y'all just let the doodle fall in the toilet? Y'all don't catch it every time? Yo. I am about to leave, right. bro. How do y'all take a shit? 
I must have seen this shit wrong. My nigga. I've been catching my shit all these years. Now I'm more disgusted than like I feel like I can't continue. What are you talking about? I'm my stomach. So is hold turning. on, so y'all just sit there and shit right come right out. No way. What happens if you got the no runs way. or something like that? Yo, what do you do then? That shit, you wash your hair? Why do you think people wash their hands? <laughs> there you go. That's what I was thinking of when I asked you that question. Oh, my God. You better have insurance. Ass-whooping insurance. Or ass-wiping insurance, at least. Yeah, so I like to think I'm pretty good at when there's, like, somebody's, you know, faking for, <laughs> for content purposes. That guy was he legitimately sounded, yeah. blown away. He, he, had, he thought everyone shits in their hand. Catches it. Perfect poop, and you wipe once, and it's clean, <laughs> and you don't even, and you're like, like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Wow. That what podcast great. was that from? That is from a show called Bully and the Beast. Um, the bully was the <laughs> one that was blown away uh, by the Beast's uh, reveal of how he takes a shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. So some people, that's... That's always been kind of funny to me. What really interests me about people is like these kind of very personal um, and I would say somewhat taboo processes uh, when people discuss them and you realize like how fucking different, you know, people are in that sense. Yeah, that's, communities. That's one I, uh, I can't get with that. I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to let the, you're still going to. That guy didn't convince you to, to catch a turd every now and then? No. No, I'm good on that. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> um, Where is Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, whoa. Oh, damn. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, the I, I I like I said I I got called into work so I didn't have time to properly label some of these clips so I'm just gonna go with the next one in chronological order and see what we got. The Let's U.S. Go. is used to making and selling more than seven billion pounds of toilet paper a year. That's a lot of toilet paper. Seven billion pounds. So how did shelves end up looking like this? When the coronavirus pandemic hit. Toilet paper sales in the U.S. jumped by 845%. We're talking $1.45 billion in sales in just one month. So, that, I, well, let me play the next clip and then I'll give you kind of a theory I had on this. From March 2nd to May 2nd, toilet paper sales were up 71% year over year in the U.S., making it the most purchased item at grocery stores across the country. And sales might have kept rising if it weren't for empty shelves. I think that the toilet paper industry might have been one of the leading drivers of COVID. And I made the whole no agenda into show mix uh, in January or maybe early February of 2020. The toilet paper Old Town Road parody. And I didn't oh, even, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about it from this lens at the time. But now I'll, and I'll put that at the end of the show because I think it's it. It's all, I'm looking at it through a whole different way now. It's like uh, my mind's being blown. They leaked the lab, you know, they created the lab leak just to sell more toilet paper. I think that's what might have been, it might have been what's going on. Along with Ah. the U.S., a run on toilet paper happened in Norway, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Australia. But in other countries, toilet paper wasn't the hot commodity. In India, people bought up wheat flour. In China, it was a run on rice. It is 
whatever makes you comfortable. It's something that will last and it won't spoil. Then there's the fear you feel when you're staring at an empty aisle. People start to, to be really scared that, look, I'm not going to get the, the paper that I need. Fear is a strong motivator. So whenever they had the opportunity, they would clear out the shelf as soon as it restocked. Toilet paper allows them to exert some kind of control over a universe that is completely out of control. It's not just the scared hoarders who are emptying shelves. There's also a divided supply chain. The toilet paper industry consists of two worlds, the consumer market, the small rolls in your bathroom at home, and the commercial market, the big rolls you use when you're away from home. So it's schools, it's office buildings, it's restaurants, it's other food service, hotels. A lot of that business obviously has been shuttered due to the pandemic. So I'm thinking the toilet paper industry might not even have had to start COVID, but they their profits are getting hit because the industrial toilet paper rolls that are in restaurants, schools, uh, businesses, all those businesses get shut down and the toilet paper industry is like, shit, we got to make our profit margin still. So they they create an artificial run on toilet paper. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, because, uh, yeah. Because where most of the industrial rolls are going, or all those businesses are shut, but they got to keep their uh, bottom line happy. But why were the businesses shut? Because of COVID. So you think they... Right. But like the business, it's shutting the businesses would hurt the toilet paper company's bottom line originally, right? Yes. Okay. And so they they start... Uh, but yeah, well, I could see it. They create an artificial it. run on toilet paper just to counteract that, maybe. I'm just spitballing maybe here, people. increase demand. <laughs> That's definitely a possibility. I like yeah. it. I like it. The company also stopped throwing away any defective rolls and sold those too. A lot of places said, look, it's better to have a roll of toilet paper with tail that isn't tacked down than to have nothing. So, they, and then they, they start selling, they, they're, they're not having any waste products either because they start selling all the defective rolls of toilet paper just to meet demand, quote unquote. So they, they don't have any waste because if the toilet paper is like a shitty roll, like, you know, hey, it doesn't even have the cardboard in the middle, but we'll just throw it out there anyway because people really need this toilet paper. They have no waste and that helps their bottom line too. There's no waste. I like I like that uh, maximum uh, minimization of waste as well. If you're, if you're familiar with Jelly Bellies, the Jelly Bean, they uh, have a product called Belly Flops, which are their like deformed beans, and they bag them up, and people exclusively buy those. They love them. I I have no idea what that is. Belly flops. You don't know what Jelly Bellies are. The I'm jelly gonna bean? go lay down and show them my belly. <laughs> yeah, effectively. I know what a jelly belly is, but I don't know what a belly flop is. A belly flop is, uh, it's by Jelly Belly, and it's like kind of a an industrial bag that they put it in, but it's all their malformed jelly beans. So like, you know how it has jelly belly printed on them, or, or this is like two beans stuck together, or the jelly belly wasn't printed on them right, or they look weird. So it's just they the, go into, the reject pile and you get those? Yes, and people buy it. We had a factory uh, when, where I grew up in Wisconsin, and so it was pretty popular. Really niche market, the belly flop market. <laughs> I, that's news to me. Yo, I'm going to score me a bag of Doritos. But that's what, the, that's what the toilet paper people were doing. Yeah, just throwing out the rejects and marketing it as we're helping you. I get it, yeah. That's right. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it still works. Ooh. Uh okay. 
Uh, more toilet paper. The average American <laughs> uses 57 squares of toilet paper per day. Is that is that kind of accurate to you? 57 squares a day. The average user. That's what they. That's what this. This is according to some kind of learning YouTube page that's listed as educational. Fifty-seven squares would, a day. I feel like I'm more in like the twenty range. Twenty twenty. Yeah, I would say eighteen to twenty-four for me. It's yeah. six per shit total. Usually. Well, I mean, sometimes <laughs> it depends. Like if you have a ghost poop, you I I use like maybe two three squares. But if I have like a or maybe four. But if I have a a poop that's like you know leaving behind a trail, depending if I ate Taco Bell the day before, I'm using a good you know ten or so squares per wipe. Easy or not per wipe, but per poop. Right. And then sometimes, I don't know if this happens to you, you poop, and then you think you're done, so you wipe, and then you're like, oh, no, it's still coming, and you got to wipe again because you got more poop. That's one of my uh, least favorite feelings in life, is when you take a shit, and then you can't shit anymore, you get up off the toilet, and you still feel like you got a shit, but it doesn't come. <sighs> right. I tell you what, that that to me is probably what hell is like, if I had to guess. This has always blown my mind. Yeah. yeah. The average American too, uses Dinesh. 57 squares of toilet paper per day, which adds up to a staggering 50 pounds of toilet paper per year. But toilet paper as we know it has only been around for about 150 years. So what did people do before toilet paper? In his book, Poop Culture, Dave Prager, who runs the popular <laughs> website PoopReport.com, says the experience of needing to poop, of pooping, and of having pooped is universal. Using the bathroom is truly a universal human experience, but our particular bathroom habits have certainly changed throughout history, and even very widely across the world today. Yeah. Uh, PoopReport.com is very uninteresting. I'll tell you that much. Well, it sounds like it'd be better than it. Because poop is funny. It it sounds like it'd be a better website, but it, I, yeah, I looked at it as well. It's not it's not top notch. No, <laughs> it is not. This has always blown my mind. Corn was a mainstay crop for early American farmers, and so okay, I didn't know this until to, until uh, I guess it was yesterday. Corn. Once you eat the corn on the cob or shear the corn off the cob, people used to wipe that with their butts, and it actually gets in there better than t- toilet paper does. Did you know that? I did. I uh, Well, I didn't know about the effectiveness of it, but I did know people used corn cobs. Well, because it's ridged, right? So you can get in there. Yeah. And you can, you can rotate it. Wow. Yeah. That's corn was a mainstay crop for early American farmers, and they would save the husks and cobs for bathroom time. Once the kernels were removed, the bare cob was the perfect shape and texture to provide a thorough cleaning. In fact, corn cobs were so popular that many farmers preferred to use corn cobs even once modern toilet paper was readily available. Speaking of modern toilet paper, you can thank Sears for the toilet paper you know and love today. You wake up on your farm in the late 19th century and you make your way to the outhouse for your morning routine the same way your family's been doing for nearly a century. But instead of corn husks, you use the Sears catalog to clean up. The Sears catalog was a mail-order catalog that was delivered for free to every American home. The Sears people knew what was going on with their catalogs. It even came with a hole punched through it, so you could conveniently hang it in your outhouse. I think we need to bring that back, because people call, you know, the paper of record, the New York Times, and jokingly, it's referred to as the toilet paper of record. I think they could bring that back with the NYT, man. Just, just... (laughs) 
just punch a hole in that motherfucker and let people wipe their ass with it for real. All the people that hate the New York Times would probably buy it. Kind of like those people that buy Nike shoes just to burn them, even though they're still giving Nike money. I kind of think Sears Robot, that's a genius move. So they would send it out with the hole punched in it already because yeah. they knew what people were going to do with it. To hang in their outhouse. And it was free. It was delivered free. It's just, a, and it was used as, because uh, apparently from what I've researched, bodily functions, and I kind of knew this, but I didn't know to what extent, bodily functions were viewed not just ejaculate and period blood, but actual poop. It's like, you want you don't talk about it. You don't even, um, let, like everybody kind of pretended it didn't exist back in the 1800s. Yeah, and it, I think it took until about uh, 2004 for people to admit that girls actually poop as well. <laughs> yeah, we can thank South Park for that, probably. Yeah. Kim Jong-un is the only one that doesn't, I think. Yep, 18 hole-in-ones in a row, and he's never pooped. But yeah, no, it wasn't just corn cobs. Uh there was also the this is pre toilet paper right here. In 1857, your trip to the outhouse might have evolved beyond old catalogs. You wake up in a stately home in a major city. You still need to go outside to the outhouse, but your morning routine now includes the latest toilet product. Medicated paper, as it was called, is a hemp-based paper product infused with aloe. Hemp infused with aloe was predating toilet paper, and as we know, William Randolph Hearst. Got weed legalized, re, uh, rebranded it as marijuana in a racist campaign. I think the toilet paper industry and William Randolph Hearst were the reason that we don't have hemp-based toilet paper because hemp grows way, 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 way quicker than wood. Right. Way, way and faster. I, I would venture to guess that uh, that product that you just mentioned, it was what, medicated hemp with, uh, what was with it? Aloe. 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 That sounds like something you would find at uh, any mom and pop shop in Vermont today. Like today, right. yeah. that's a hipster. That's a hipster craft product. It's like corn on the cob versus Doritos. Yo, I'm gonna score me a bag of Doritos. <laughs> it's one one's, one's gonna do a little better for you nutrition wise than the other. Like yeah, hemp and hemp is so much cheaper and quicker to grow than wood, obviously, because the amount of they, what, how long does it take to grow a tree? I don't know if you ever planted a tree in your backyard, but it's like hemp is, you know, hemp grows real quick. Yeah. As a, you know, compared to 25 years, it takes for a tree to reach toilet paper uh, maturity. <sighs> so Damn, I don't know. Do, this you, is do you have any thoughts before I keep moving on? Cause I got a, I got a little more of a barrage, but we can, we can take a detour if you got anything. Um, are, are we going to get into the invention of toilet paper? Let's let I think I think uh, if you have anything on that, that'd be a good uh, side road we could go down. So um, toilet paper and this is where I think your theory might be taken off a little bit. Toilet paper was actually not invented by a man, but a gay Yeti. Ugh. Yeah. Not only just a yet. Not only is this clip admitting Yetis exist, they're also admitting that homosexuality in Yetis is rampant. Have a I, listen to this. I put my beer oh. in a Yeti when I go fishing. Is this the kind of Yeti we're talking about? Mm -hmm. This is the kind of Yeti that puts his beer in you. Oh. A gay one. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Have a listen here. Somewhere down the line, something changed. And it wasn't toilet paper. It was just paper. The rise of publishing led to newspapers and cheap books being used to wipe. Paper, mister? 
In the United States, a popular choice was the Sears Roebuck catalog. There you go. You that is, this. until Sears yep. decided to print the catalog on glossy paper. Several people wrote to Sears, complaining. Obviously, Sears said no. The first modern product specifically designed for wiping was invented in 1857 by Joseph Gaetti. Gaetti. Marketed as a hemorrhoid treatment, <laughs> this toilet paper was made from aloe-infused manila hemp there you and go. packaged like a tissue box. Oh my god. Gaetti's name was printed on each and every sheet. Unfortunately for Gaetti, he lost out to the Sears catalog. The logic was, why would anyone want to pay for some fancy product when the catalog comes in the mail for free? I bet you that Sears Roebuck hired uh, a corporate spy for big toilet paper. And that's why they started printing with glossy pages, making it harder mm. to wipe with. I didn't do fucking shit. Yeah, tell that to the feds. <laughs> that's, um, okay, wow. Yeah, that makes it a whole nother, okay, you just took it to a whole nother level. That's right. That's, that's pretty good. I, uh, man. Oh, for God's sakes, I've had to go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. Oh, no, I can't hold it any longer. Oh, God, I can't hold it. I have to go so bad. I can't, oh, God. I'm just kidding. I can shit wherever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Normie. Uh, I don't know. You got any more on that, or should we should we move on? Because I think what you just played is going to tie in a little bit to where I'm going. Um, I do have a claim that uh, TP might make us gay. Um, so your your call, Gay Yeti. Not the Gay Yeti. It's it's a further one. Oh, I'll eat your ass. I will. <laughs> you. I don't know if you want to hold on to it or you want to get you want to blow your wad. So to speak. Oh, hold on. Let me let me hang on to it. Let's see what you got. All right. So then in, in uh, <laughs> this, well, this is CBS, and of course, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm not a fuck the environment guy, but I'm like, you know, they're trying to brainwash us into you know the carbon tax and get us to you know have 15 minute cities and all that. I get all that, but when it comes to the deforestation, I think that can be an actual problem that's not good. And yes, this is CBS, the CIA broadcasting system, but this is from the first year of the pandemic and this is CBS. It's a longie, so if you want to if you want me to pause at any time, just let me know. Got it. While the pandemic is hurting many industries, demand for toilet paper recently hit an all-time high. A record amount was produced in February and March, more than 22,000 tons a day. A recent report warns decades of production has been destroying the world's largest untouched forest here in North America. The Natural Resources Defense Council gave an F to many U.S. toilet paper brands. Consumer investigative correspondent Anna Warner shows what is happening in the Canadian boreal forest. Anna, so what did you learn? I don't give a shit. Well, good morning, Vlad. You know, companies making toilet paper are cranking out as much as they can. Earlier this year, production was up from 5 to 20 percent. But groups trying to protect natural resources say that only heightens their concern for this forest to our north and what they call the tree-to-toilet pipeline. <laughs> this is a typical northern boreal forest, lots of spruce. This is a, an intact section of, of forest here in the, in the town of Goose Bay. We're visiting Labrador, Canada, with Valerie Courtois, a member of the indigenous Innu nation. The boreal is first and foremost home. It is the forest where where we 
can be the people that we are. Indigenous peoples like hers have traditionally relied on the forest and its woodland caribou for food and spiritual sustenance. But she says both are threatened. We often say caribou and Innu are one, and if the caribou were to disappear, I, I honestly don't know what would become of, of the Innu people. The boreal forest stretches from Canada's eastern shore all the way to Alaska. It keeps in millions of tons of carbon, which many scientists say without the forest would go into the atmosphere, worsening climate change. Now in its Issue with Tissue report, the NRDC tells... Issue with tissue? (laughs) This is great. The tree to toilet pipeline got me. I like that. I like the issue with tissue. That's pretty good, too. What what is this? Uh, what do the caribou have to do with toilet paper and trees? Okay, so basically they're, they've deforested the, and then they show pictures of it. Assuming it's not all you know deep fake CGI shit. They the the CBS is reporting that the indigenous people they're deforesting. I think is probably a real issue, even though it's used as like a climate change thing. And trees do suck up CO two; they turn that into oxygen. So all that's you know legit, but um, it. The caribou use that forest, and it, when you're just deforesting, kind of like in Ecuador, when they just spilled a bunch of oil all over the rain, like the rainforest there, it's like there's yeah. certain things. Like I'm not, I think a lot of the environmentalism is bullcrap, but I'll give them credit where credit is due. Sometimes where it's like if you're gonna deforest, you know, a million acres, yeah, where are all those animals gonna go? And especially if the indigenous people there live off the caribou and whatever else. You know what I'm saying? What are, what are the indigenous people wiping with? Uh, I I can't imagine it's corn cobs. Probably leaves. I I would venture to guess that Tons. some of those people are GD hypocrites. Yeah, I'm sure you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. That's right. say without the forest would go into the atmosphere worsening climate change now in its issue with tissue report the nrdc tells consumers they're literally flushing those trees down the toilet nrdc's jennifer skeen each year the logging industry in canada clear cuts over a million acres of the boreal forest to create products like toilet paper and this has been going on for decades The NRDC scored toilet papers and flunked many popular products that used virgin forest fiber. Quilted Northern, Angel Soft, Costco's Kirkland brand, Charmin Ultra, Scott 1000, and Cottonelle Ultra all scored Fs. Products getting A's used higher percentages of recycled materials. Good choices, says the group, assuming you can find them. NRDC's Shelley Vineyard. I hear a consumer saying, look, I'll take any kind of toilet paper I can find right now because I almost can't find any at all. What we would say to that is, uh, of course, you need to have toilet paper. I love that. They give this whole they give this whole thing, and the, even the environmentalist head of this agency goes, well, I mean, of course we need to have toilet paper. What about bidets? Well, that's another thing. Uh, water. Exactly. Water is a shortage. Oh, there's a water shortage, too? Well, you know, it's sort of. There's, that's what they always talk about. It's a scarce resource. It's going to be an issue moving forward. I do like the idea of asking Canada for its, uh, what they say, finest virgin uh, forest fiber and Just wiping our ass with it. Con- 
I thought you were just going to ask Canada for its finest virgin in, peer, in in general. I'll take uh, Canada's finest virgins. Who would that I'm be? Sure. Seth Rogen? Yeah, probably that. And uh, Chris, Chris Thea, uh, or whatever her name is, Freeland. I don't even know who that is. She's like uh, Trudeau's minion. Oh. Minion lady. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Have you ever been to a... Well, you know what? Before I get too far ahead of myself, uh, I got uh, 40 more seconds of the CBS report clip, too. You you want to do that? Let's do it. Well, Kimberly Clark, maker of Scott and Cottonelle, said it will reduce its use of virgin forest fiber by 50 percent by 2025 by using recycled fiber. Georgia Pacific, maker of Quilted Northern and Angelsoft, said it ensures fiber is responsibly sourced. Costco would not comment. Vlad? And I'm so glad you're highlighting uh, the peril that our forests uh, face because of deforestation. Uh, It's such a really important topic. And I'm going to switch to that bamboo toilet paper. Special report to come. Maybe not. All right. I want to hear a review. (laughs) Anna. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll text it to you. (laughs) Anna Warner, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is kind of funny. Because the guys, you know, to that taboo that you were mentioning earlier, that's why he's chuckling. Because it's an image that he has in his head of him on the toilet texting this lady after he's just touched his butthole and dick and balls. (laughs) Balls. Yeah. Those are funny, too. I don't give a shit. Misfire. Um, Oh, God. Get back on track here. Oh. Mm. oh my meaty uh well the okay so the toilet paper thing takes back a little after a little digging i realized the toilet paper shortage thing is not a new concept and maybe it's no. just because, you know, this was way before I was born. But this is Johnny Carson in 1973. Here's a interesting item. And it's kind of funny, but it's kind of tragic in a way. Uh, of all the shortages we have, there's a gasoline shortage. You know what else is disappearing from the supermarket shelves? Toilet, Toilet paper. Ha <laughs> ah, ha ha, you can laugh now. <laughs> there is an acute shortage of of toilet paper in the good old United States. We gotta quit writing on it. <laughs> but I wanna tell you, it is serious. I just saw a commercial where I know it's coming. Uh where Mrs. Olson comes in with a shopping bag and the housewife says, forget the coffee, just give me the shopping bag. I wanna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what an amazing joke I just told. That's 1973. I, yeah, you know, I think I've heard uh, John C. Dvorak of uh, No Agenda talk about toilet paper shortages back in the day as well. Oh, his or, mom? Yeah, him. And he was talking yeah. about his... Yeah, I didn't even remember that until you brought it up, but you're exactly right. Right. So I guess I did kind of know that. One of those things you just know but don't think about. Yeah, because of the best podcast in the universe. That's right. Now, here's uh, the BBC, and this clip is 33 seconds long. Um, so 
Uh, just now noticed that. So give myself a bell there. This is uh, hey. the BBC on TP. In the Middle East, where Islamic custom encourages the use of water, this usually comes in the form of a water gun or shatat next to the toilet. Japan is famous for its high-tech, no-hands washing and drying toilets. And despite centuries of Western stigma about unsanitary Eastern toilet habits and the so-called dirty left hand, which by the way is washed afterward, science says that Narayan Singh may have had a point. Study after study has proven that water is cleaner than toilet paper. Think about it. If you fell into a pile of mud, would you try to wash it off with a dry napkin or get the hose out before you head back inside? And the toilets... It'd just be so much better if they sounded like this in real life. Walk in the room. Sounds like the intro to every YouTube video made since 2015. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, but there's there. This is from the Dotcast, which is a podcast I'm not familiar of, familiar with. But I I found this clip and it makes nothing but sense to me. This is a guy that worked at a paper mill, and uh, it's just a little uh, little shorty here. Twenty seconds. I worked at a paper company. For what, one of my internships you early did. on, yeah, in Wisconsin, it's a big paper manufacturing. It's like area. some Dunder Mifflin, yeah. Stuff. And I heard rumors yep. about like there was a lot of lobbying that went on initially uh, to make it so that you know people adopted toilet paper mm. um, and used more and more of it. Yeah, so that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Especially, I mean, that could just be you know rumblings in the in the industry, just complete bullshit. But uh, there's a place called Spindale, North, North Carolina, S-P-I-N-D-A-L-E. I'm on the Wikipedia for there now. Is it like a spindle, right? Like what, what's the what's the definition of a spindle? S-P-I-N-D-E-L, I think, is the, how that's spelled. Um, I, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. L-E, I guess it would be. Spindle. I know what a, I know what a spindle is. I just don't know how, how to describe it. A round stick with sharpened ends used to form and twist yarn in hand spinning. Something okay. used like a spindle. Uh, the pin and a loom shuttle. Example is a device usually consisting of a long, upright pin and base upon which papers can be stuck for filing. Now, there's a place called Spindale, S-P-I-N-D-A-L-E, North Carolina. The population as of 2020 was 4,225 people. Uh, it's a 63.3% or 65.3% white 23.8% black population, Native American 0.6, 0.7% Asian. So with only a 0.7% Asian population, you would imagine they wouldn't have very many bidets. Uh, but yeah, it's a real small population. I mean, I like Kingston, Tennessee, where I am lived for a while, is about that size of a town. Maybe Kingston was even a little bitter, bigger. So yeah, 4,000 people. And it's got it's one of the biggest uh, toilet paper manufacturers in the country. They're just out there, just making big old rolls, nine feet, nine feet tall by eight feet wide or whatever. They chop them up into little pieces, put them on uh, spools or spindles, and they ship that shit out. But um, I, I could see it being, I, I, I could just see there being the paper company having a uh, uh, a push, like a propagandistic push, especially since we're talking about William Randolph Hearst going towards paper instead of hemp based. TP, it wasn't just the newspapers. It was also makes sense that it was a toilet paper thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I used to, when I was a kid, I, uh, my neighbor owns a very large uh, um, 
a wet wipe company. And I am pretty sure that that is on a similar kind of uh, path as toilet paper goes as well. Like the rise of wet wipes and the needing to disinfect everything. That's all, that's all like manufactured. Yeah. As far as the demand and want for sanitary conditions, it's completely unnecessary. And one of the reasons why so many kids have allergies these days is because of over sanitization in youth. Over sanitization and probably the, uh, you know, peanut cell lines that are used as the base in vaccines and stuff that probably doesn't help. Yeah. That's, I would imagine. Uh, and just, yeah, processed food, all that shit. Yo, I'm going to score me a bag of Doritos. And not the same as regular corn. GMOs, all that stuff. But yeah, the, the over-sanitization is definitely an aspect of it. Faux show. Uh, now, you can, there's another option you can do. And this is uh, from, I found this from a YouTube channel named Natural Living with Ziana. Or Zanana. Yeah, Zanana. It's just a kind of older blonde lady. And she is talking here about how... To it's just a little shorty to the intro. I didn't pull the full 15 minute explanation she gave uh, for obvious reasons, but this is how to use uh, reuse toilet paper, get used reusable washable toilet paper. In this video, I'm going to show you exactly how to use cloth toilet paper in your low waste bathroom. You'll see step by step exactly how to switch to reusable toilet paper, how to clean the toilet on paper, and you'll see that it is totally cleanly, not even gross at all. Oh, Ugh. not even gross at all. Not I'm, even a little I, bit. I pulled up her channel. I'm seeing this exact video, and <clears throat> all I can tell you is I would reuse her toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, since our first our first talk, I have developed a, a very similar fond feeling for that man. Oh, Alex Jones. <laughs> he's uh he's maybe the funniest man on the planet. I agree. Uh but th that lady talking about used toilet paper actually um it reminded me of this old this old bitty uh, from the Tim and Eric Billion Dollar Movie. Hi, welcome to Reggie's. What can I get for you? You got a sale on Slightly Soiled. No, 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 we're not customers. Uh, I don't know if you saw our presentation we did the other day, but we're running things here at the mall now. What exactly do you sell here, Reggie? Well, used toilet paper, of course. There's a lot of demand for that here then, Reg? It's more of a gourmet operation. Okay, right then, gourmet. I got it. G-O-R-M-A-Y. G-O-R-M-A-Y. M-A-Y. M-A-Y. Gourmet. <laughs> yep. Uh, every night we go out to the usual spots, you know, abandoned porta potties, sewage mains, those kind of places, and we do our collecting. And then uh, we take the messy slop back here and we spool it all onto new rolls. What's that shit? It's a shit smell. Is that you? It smells like popo. Yeah, my, my father taught me this profession years ago. And now I'm teaching it to my son. Good. Good. No way. What is that called? Uh, you know Tim and Eric? Yes. It's Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. That was Reggie's used toilet paper. Got it. I'm uh, increasing my download list as, as the show goes on. <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I'm, okay, I got two different uh, ways we can go right now. Do you want to talk about itchy anuses, or would you like to talk about rectal bleeding? Oh, God. Um, Both fun topics. Yeah. Which do you think mm, is more of an mm, issue mm, mm, facing this nation today? Uh, well, if you're asking me specifically, I have much more of a problem with an itchy anus. But uh, right. I feel like rectal bleeding might be more serious. So it's kind of a toss-up. I think uh, itchy anus it is. All right. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> By the way, this is the, the Doctors, the show that, if I'm not mistaken, Del Bigtree, if you know who that is, used to be the producer of. Yep. Yeah, we covered him on the Dreams episode as well, about sex dreams. So I figured I'd bring in uh, the last episode with Spencer Laurie, and we talked about, we had a Doctors clip about sex dreams. So I figured I'd bring in another one. This is the Doctors as well, Itchy Anuses. <laughs> it's definitely Itchy anus? Now, before you even start your answer, he's going to say, oh, I just take a fiber supplement and I don't ever have to wipe and it's never itchy. Oh, yeah, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. So go ahead and give me your spiel. I'll give you the spiel. Someone comes to my office and they say, my butt itches. The first thing I say is, welcome to the club. And I'm the president and owner. Really? Yeah. He's the president and owner of the itchy butt club. I kind of stepped on the doctor saying that, but that's, uh, that's what he said. Right on. It's, I mean, I, I've, I've definitely, it's not a, like a constant thing, but once in a while you got to, you know, you, you know how when your butt itches, like your butthole itches and you got to, you got to wiggle the chair back and forth if you're in a public situation. So you can just kind of like, just get some tension back and forth on the butthole. So yeah, the, the itching stops. Bit. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm not too proud to admit um, that there's been times where I've pretty much just sat down on the toilet to rub a piece of paper on my butthole. Oh, I mean, there's been times like this is this is it's got to be really bad for this to happen. It's a rarity, but there's been times where it's been so bad and you're like at work and you just kind of walk away to where somebody's not going to see you and you just kind of poke like you get, you stick a hand back there through your pants, through your underwear and just kind of like scratch it through the pants and underwear like on with your hand outside your pants and just like try yes. to get that itch, scratch that itch. Yep. I've done it. I've yeah. done it. Sometimes it has to happen. That's probably just dietary. Chicken McNuggets. Probably, but. <laughs> hey, my butt itches. The first thing I say is, welcome to the club. And I'm the president and owner. Really? really? Yeah. So really? Oh, that makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. 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 It is so, is so common. It is okay. so common. Yeah, my, my anus doesn't itch. My, my, my anus doesn't itch. Give, give it time. I want to be very clear. Uh, but no, but if it does, it's. So the two of you. And no I, issues there. Right. No. Dr. Orton? <laughs> Servo said, think about it. Analyze it. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Does my anus ever itch? Yeah. Thank you. you. Okay. Now, fessed up. the main reason. Come on, man up. I, but I have so many other problems on that wheel. Just not that one. <laughs> not that one? Thank God, because I won't wish it on my, on my worst enemy. It is a nightmare, and I've been dealing with it since 2000. And it's multifactorial. But the number one thing is stool consistency. And even if when the stools are perfect, it's a great day. And if you're wiping a little bit more, it's a bad day because the stool will seep out like toothpaste. And a little bit of stool right on your skin irritates the skin. And if you start licking your lips, your skin gets irritated because saliva in the mouth is no problem. Just like stool in the anus is no problem. When the stool hits the skin, just like your mouth gets red and irritated from saliva, which doesn't belong there, so does the anus and it gets itchy. And when you scratch... Forget it. That's like taking a shot of heroin. As soon so as you scratch the real the problem, the problem is if you have a so, so this doctor, this doctor is saying if you scratch your itchy butt, that's like taking a shot of heroin. It's you're always going to want to scratch your butt from then on. 
Is that kind of what he's saying? I mean, I, I don't agree with the sentiment, but I think that's what he's trying to convey. Well, Dan, are you a doctor? <laughs> no. My initials are DRD. This show is so called The sense. Doctors, okay? I think they know what they're talking about because they're doctors. Well, you can't argue with that logic. Yeah. They never lie. Outside, it's not going to be a decent shit. Yeah. Saliva, which doesn't belong there, so does the anus, and it gets itchy. And when you scratch, forget it. That's like taking a shot of heroin. As soon as you scratch, the problem, the problem is if you have a toothpaste stool, yeah. you still need to clean the toothpaste up. Impossible. And so, yeah, so it's what do you do? What's the best up. way it's to do it? It's more difficult. Don't have a toothpaste stool. Well, right, but that's right. where I was, I was being facetious earlier. Right. Some people, no matter how hard they try... Right. Right? I've heard this. And, and what do you think the garden hose is for? The spray, well, the handheld. The handheld spray. But that irritates it some more. Oh, yeah. you know, so so some people water. are, that's why some people are more prone to just this right. consistency of consistency their stool. Of the stool. Hemorrhoids play a role. Right, but, what if, you, but wipe if you do have the soft stool, you should probably eat more fiber Correct. to solidify it. So. Psyllium, we yeah, talk psyllium. about all the time. And if it comes out, perfect. If you have the perfect poop and you wipe once and it's clean and you don't even, and you're like, Goes like poop. wow, this is great. Your day is great. What about topicals you guys recommend if someone has an itchy anus? By the way, uh, do you ever go to a bar and pick up a bar stool and carry it around and go, when I say stool, you say sample. Stool. Sample. No, stool. I've never done that. I've done that Sample. Before. Stool. I like that. Yeah. This is, that's a great question. Go ahead, Ali. No, I was just thinking when you talked about that, somebody should come up with like anal lipstick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is a medical advice show. I just want you to point that out again. Anal, Anal lipstick. lipstick. Might be a good show title. Might be a great show I was gonna. I was <laughs> glad you said it. <laughs> I was thinking it. It has an itchy anus. This is, that's a great question. Go ahead, Ali. No, I was just thinking when you talked about that, somebody should come up with, like, anal lipstick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you just like, yeah. That's like, right. Seems like or a good lipstick. I like well, it. I, right. no, I, mean, I think you can I probably use like chapstick, but just don't. No, listen, I recommend well, anything that has aloe. If you're going to use some of the right. wipes that have aloe as opposed oh, to the, what? nothing what? that what? contains alcohol, because right. that's going to burn it more. Right. But I think you were also alluding to the fact that things like hemorrhoids can cause right. itching. If, you have, if you're a child or a younger person, anybody really, and it itches all the time, especially at night when you're asleep, you gotta think of pinworms. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of other things. And if you're older, you'd also have to at least put on the differential anal cancer if you had right. chronic itching that no yeah. matter what was going on with your stools, right? Right. Yeah. So, and I mean this in all seriousness, you have taken away so much of the shame or the shame yeah. with stigma. Yeah. So yeah. if you aren't sure what's going on, Go see a proctologist or a gastroenterologist and say, hey, doc, can you just take a look down there and make sure everything's okay? So real quick, hemorrhoids play a role. This is so interesting. So years ago when I was working in a group of proctologists, I had my hemorrhoids treated and like that, the symptoms are gone. And your head is thinking, well, if that works, why don't you just remove my hemorrhoids and I'll never have itching? And it doesn't work Mm -hmm. that way because hemorrhoids secrete mucus and cause part of the problem. But again, it's multifactorial. There's so many things going going on that removing hemorrhoids won't do it or I'd be doing hemorrhoid (laughs) surgery all day. And if I can come up with a cure for itching, I could retire in one year. One infomercial, and that would be it, because there are probably about 10 million to 15 million Can you imagine that infomercial at 3 a.m.? <laughs> Let's go ahead and script it right now. I've got are part of it. Are you suffering from an itchy anus? <laughs> <laughs> try. Try itchy anus. Is this you? So oh, that's, that's Give me on that show. Give me on that show. <laughs> so here it is. Here's the sales pitch, right, for uh, anal lipstick or uh, anal chapstick. Okay. You've heard of assless chaps, but have you ever heard of chapless ass? 
Bam. Sold. Nice. Billions sold worldwide. Now, he said if he, that one of the doctors on there, on the show, The Doctors, which is a show that features doctors. I assume they have to be real doctors because the show is called The Doctors and it's on TV. One of the doctors said, <laughs> if we if we cured anal itching, I could retire tomorrow. Or cured hemorrhoids, I'd retire tomorrow. But in the, the South Park episode, Randy's proctologist comes over because he hasn't been in the office for a while because he, Randy has the Japanese toilet. And he's like, well, doctor, I actually don't have hemorrhoids anymore because I'm not smearing dried shit all over my ass all day. <laughs> and the doctor, like, he's like, you want to see the toilet? And the doctor goes in there and starts, like, attacking the toilet and trying to rip it out the wall because he's like, you're going to ruin the vacation because he can't retire. So this right. doctor's saying... He'd be able to retire. Like, if he has that much money, he could retire right now, unless he's doing it completely altruistically. If anything, it'd take longer for him to retire if he cured anal itching because he's a proctologist. Just saying. This is (laughs) good. Hello. This is going to sound um, completely like I'm in Normieville here, but I wonder, and it makes me wonder, how many problems that we have health wise. Uh, that are could very easily be solved, um, but aren't because of kind of how that in in the South Park clip you're talking about, because it's a profitable to not solve that problem. You're talking specifically about washing, uh, using a bidet or, or and soap or, or soap and water instead of TP. I'm talking about general general everything. Oh, you know, your health. It's 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 astronomical. I mean, look at the obesity yeah. problem in this country compared to everywhere else. That's right. Hey, maybe eat a carrot. <laughs> yeah, I have bad eyesight, and I eat carrots. Maybe not enough. Maybe I gotta. Right, what's up, docket around here a little more? Oh, what's your uh, what's your prescription strength for glasses? <laughs> I don't. I'm. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say this on the air, but I'm supposed to wear them to drive, but I don't. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I. I'm not a big glasses guy, and contacts scare the fuck out of me. I watched really? a video of somebody um, on Twitter, John from John Breaks Bad News, retweeted this horrifying video of this person at the eye doctor with, they had tweezers behind her eye and they pulled out eight contact lenses behind the same eye that were all yellow and pussy that she had just been falling asleep with contacts for like, you know, however long, just pulling eye contact after eye contact out. And I know people personally that like have fallen asleep with contacts in that like got stuck behind their eyes like and i can't even put on eye drops dude like i just like the eye shit freaks me out so i i wore i wore glasses for a long time and they got broke i got to get new ones it's just a whole thing yeah i'm uh i'm a frequent contact where i'm like a negative seven or eight which um is very bad i'm very nearsighted uh what is which one is that is that like it's like far it's away close away close i can see stuff good but far away i can't see shit yeah that's the same thing I am. I believe. I, I feel like I see fine until it gets dark at night, and then like it gets a little dicey. Yeah, yeah. I, I with when your eyes are tired, like for right now, you know, I did the, I did I worked all day on the computer, so now like I'm looking at the IRC and, and everything on the computer, and it's a little blurry because my eyes are tired. Um, but yeah, I I'm legally blind without um, glasses or contacts, and I sleep with them in all the time. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. You don't want to see that video I saw. That shit freaked me out. <laughs> For sure. I know what you mean with eye shit. I hate, uh, I have a hard time with eye drops. Back when I was smoking a doctor. bunch of weed and worried, and you know those anti-redness drops that you like, you're like 
put in your eyes before you had to do a long drive because if you got pulled yeah. over, you know, like even putting those in my eyes was difficult. I know for a fact I couldn't put a contact in, and like there's no way it took me so long to put eye drops in. Yeah, the people that can put a contact in with one hand are um, insane. I need to literally pry my eye open because the natural instinct is for me to shut it when something's trying to go into it. I can't, I can't get over it. Mm. It's like my eyes and my butthole are the same. Got to shut it. X and only. I got uh, I got a little detour we can take right here. Did you know you can make moonshine out of toilet paper? No, I did not. So for this video, I'm going to be doing exactly what the title says, and I'm going to be turning toilet paper into drinkable alcohol. Yeah, now at the he doesn't drink it at the end of the video. It's kind of like the uh, uh, what's that? <laughs> what's that roundup stuff that the guy's like? It's totally safe to drink, and then he doesn't drink it. It's not quite that bad, but it's it's borderline. He's like, I'm not actually going to drink this because there's a lot of chemicals that are bleached and bleach and toilet paper, but this is moonshine. And by golly bum, he does it. And I didn't realize this until he explained it, but I thought, you know, this is, once he explained it, it makes nothing but sense that um, sucrose or whatever it is, or glucose, most wood products and paper products are technically sugar. I don't know exactly where this idea came from, but about six months ago, I became convinced that this conversion (laughs) was possible. This is because toilet paper, and well, pretty much all paper, is made almost entirely of cellulose. Cellulose naturally occurs in almost all plants, and we use it to make everything from cotton clothing to paper or cardboard. What I've always found interesting, though, is that at the core of it, it's just a chain of simple glucose sugar molecules. Sugar is something that we usually associate with food, but in cellulose, the glucose units have been strung together in a very specific way, which gives it completely different properties. This has always blown my mind because it means that our clothing and almost all paper is basically made out of sugar and wood is also about 50% cellulose. So a lot of our houses are also kind of made out of sugar. Hot pockets and honey buns. So he, he finishes the video by making, God bless him, a full jar of moonshine out of nothing but freaking toilet paper and water. Yeah, I I was like my dad one time said you could pretty much distill anything. Yeah, like, I mean sugar. If, if you can break something down to sugar, that's what rum is. Rum is just sugar. Right. Uh, have you ever had? Well, you're in Tennessee. You've probably uh, put a twenty on a on a tree stump and gotten a jar of moonshine once or twice. I've never made moonshine, but I have friends that have made it, and uh, yeah, they they know what they're doing. Some of them. Yeah, it's a lot more had, that old uh, smoky or Davy Crockett bullshit moonshine you get in Gatlinburg. Right, the uh, the corporate moonshine, yeah, the one with the label on it. I like that. I, I get um, I get a guy that uh, every now and then will pass through St. Louis and um, from Southern Missouri and brings up a couple of jars of White Lightning and uh, Fireball. The, white li- the old smoky White Lightning. It's just pure gasoline in a jar. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> you were talking about like the, the White Lightning branded. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, I'm talking about no, you're talking about the stuff farmhouse. that's like you you put a lighter to it and it's going to explode type of moonshine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, that stuff's great. The, the stuff the ATF doesn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> that's the good stuff. Right. Who? What's that? Who was it? Hank Williams that did that song "White Lightning." Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that is Hank Williams. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
I got uh, I got I kind of got a closer here, and and then we can talk about whatever. But did you want to hit your? Um, well, actually, did you want to hit rectal bleeding, or did you want to hit your uh, last clip there? I'll I'll just hit this last clip, uh, and this is kind of it's really it's a shorty. It's about uh, I think the branding that toilet paper went, why it's so successful, and why we have so many problems in this country today. So this has to deal with the Charmin Corporation. Until 1928, toilet paper was seen by the public as a medicinal item. But the Hoburg Paper Company changed that. They created a new brand of toilet paper called Charmin. Their logo featured a woman. This was important because instead of advertising the theme of going to the toilet, wiping yourself, and hemorrhoids, they avoided that altogether by playing off the softness and femininity that their brand supposedly represented. Right there. Yeah. Toilet paper is gay. And it's turning everyone else gay, too. Oh, God. I'll eat huh. your ass. I will. It's, it's Canada. It's Canada, who's controlled by China, turning the United... Who uses... Do the Chinese use toilet paper? Or are they a bidet country? Um, They're not as much into the bidets as the Japanese, but the... Uh, well, I mean, the Japanese are, like, even evolved past bidets. But uh, to- toilet paper in in China is interesting. We actually talked about this on the China episode I did with Larry Bladner and uh, John from Joan Breaks Bad News. They don't have... They, they Most public toilets in China have a, a literal hole in the ground. Sometimes there's even a bunch of pigs that'll eat up your shit in, like, a lower ground level below the hole. And they don't provide you with toilet paper in public restrooms, very rarely. And if they do, you have to pay for it with your, like, credit card. Jesus. Yeah. Man. Ugh. Yeah. So do people just carry around, like, uh, personal sanitary wipes or something like that? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, if you listen to tourists, I think I first heard that from Ari Shafir where he took a... He took a shit and then like it was just a, he had a squat. He was on mushrooms, had a squat down in, in a hole, and it was a bunch of pigs eating up his shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. Um, Damn, man, give me one second. Ray Abel Kirby's messaging me about something. We'll cut this out in post, of course. No, we won't. Yeah. Uh, oh, rare encounters canceled tonight, everybody. I guess that means we can go a little longer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, um, okay, so sorry about that. Give me a second here to readjust my. Uh, there we go. Ooh, pardon me. Ooh. I mm. have. Uh, I think we can come back uh, in maybe in the in the in the in the bonus content. We'll talk about rectal bleeding. I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the uh, the South Park episode that kind of tipped me off to all this. This is uh, where we started. Remember Jimmy, the kid with the crutches, is telling Stan, "You need to stop with the toilet talk. Americans never are gonna change their toilets. They don't want to, and they never will." And it's got the back, same background music as Donald Sutherland uh, talking to Kevin Costner and JFK, where he's talking about Bell Helicopter uh, and the the push for the Vietnam War and why they killed Kennedy and all that. And uh, Randy's been talking about, oh, like, I'm like JFK. I'm trying to change things. So Randy gives this speech about how even poor people can use a bidet. They can get them off Walmart or Amazon. They can, any poor person can have a bidet. And this is, uh, he gets shot in the middle of the speech. 
just like point like by a <laughs> just like JFK. Yeah, just like it. JFK. He's uh and so then Stan uh goes to talk to Jimmy and as soon as he gets up to Jimmy and asks starts asking him questions, Jimmy's running away on his little crutches. Oh whoops, wrong clip. Here we go. You weren't warning me about people getting upset. You know more about this. Hey! You wrote a story in the school paper and someone came after you. Yeah, I wrote a story. Big deal. Jimmy, I want to know who shot my dad. They took everything from me, Stan. My bike. My cat. They were going to sue my parents for what I wrote in the school paper. You're talking about the toilet paper companies. Who has the most to lose? It's all toilet paper, Stan. Follow the money. 140 rolls per American per year. Factories pushing out roll after roll while raising Earth's resources. All of this for an unsanitary product that's been proven to contribute to anal fishes. Don't you get it, man? Paper doesn't clean bacteria. It can't stop viruses. With all that information, you'd think the World Health Organization would do studies to find alternatives. So why don't they? Because toilet paper is an industry worth billions and billions of dollars. Kimberly Clark, Georgia Pacific, Procter & Gamble. They don't want Japanese toilets in America. And they have the power to stop them. And to stop you. I can't believe they shot my dad. Because he wanted to change things. These people have deeper pockets than you can possibly imagine. They can destroy everything you love, Stan. Take my advice. Don't squeeze the shaman. (laughs) You might be too scared, Jimmy. But I'm a marsh. We have been coerced and brainwashed. While the rest of the world walks around with cleaner buttholes, we are obsessed with dry paper sold to us by billion-dollar corporations. Yeah. Hey, yeah, he's right. My father wanted everyone to see that there were alternatives. But they don't want him talking about alternatives. Yeah! And we can't be blindly buying their products anymore. And as a town, we will find alternatives. And we will not be afraid to... Stop! Stop! We're not doing this! Dad! Everyone just stop. We're not doing it. Thank, Thank you. you. South Park, uh, we're, we're cutting this short. And I was totally wrong, and I want to apologize. No, Dad, it's the toilet paper companies that are behind all Yeah, the- I know. Yeah, so uh, we, we have nothing against toilet paper. It's a great product, and uh, it was childish of me to make fun of it. Thanks, though. We'll see you later. Dad, we can't just back down. And- Bro, I got fucking shot. Japanese toilets are totally unnecessary, and uh, in case anyone else is listening, I think all of South Park would like to apologize... So at this point, Randy turns, looks directly into the camera, like to the TV audience when he says this. We retract what we said about toilet paper companies. They they have done nothing but help us, and we're sorry. South Park, everyone, say you're sorry. We're sorry. Okay, great. Come on, guys. Let's go home. What about helping people and leading by example? We're not the goddamn Kennedy stand. Stop being an idiot. (laughs) Now, I, the part of me wants to, and I don't, I, this probably isn't true, but part of me, the part of me that really has a lot of love in my heart for Matt and Trey, wants me to think that that was uh, Stan uh, trying to keep the the, the Marsh uh, message alive, or uh, you know, referencing the Kennedy message. Part of me thinks, just a little piece of me, thinks maybe that was a nod to RFK Jr., but I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I think they're... I like I've always enjoyed how South Park 
takes on issues like that. Uh, but you know, because there's always some truth to what they're saying <laughs> about it. Um, my God, my God, I got to watch that episode. It was one of the best ones I've seen in a while. Uh, yeah, that's they. Uh, the, I mean, they they called the uh, in that two part streaming wars episode. They called the oh God, what's it? Uh, FTX. That's what it was. They they called the FTX and called out all those celebrities back when FTX was still popular. I mean, they were way ahead of that scam. Just like Larry David and Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian, uh, just drinking piss and having people piss directly in their mouths as a you know, metaphor for the FTX <laughs> shitcoin. Yeah. That was horse, when FTX yeah. was all the rage. So yeah, they're usually pretty far ahead of the curve. So maybe maybe we will get bidets uh, mainstream because of South Park soon. I don't know. I don't have one. I've used one. I don't have one. Uh, my brother-in-law is Vietnamese, and they have one. I have pretty much avoided using it ever. When I visit, but Vietnam, uh, Viet- Vietnamese, what is that from China? <laughs> That's right. He's Are you Chinese. Chinese or Japanese? That is an excellent Hank Hill. <laughs> Evidently, I have a terrible one. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, it was, well, it was the worst I've ever heard. Well, but, yeah, I've, but uh, you haven't been I was not prepared. You weren't prepared. That's right. Yeah. I just started watching uh, <laughs> King of the Hill. Two days ago. I'm trying to get my Dale Gribble right, but it's, I can't do it. Yeah, that uh, <clears throat> watching that, it immediately made sense why he's the, the mascot of abs in a six-pack. I was like, ah, I got it. It's NATO <laughs> helicopters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Dale's, Dale's the man. Yeah, I like him a lot. Servo says his ex has a bidet. It's great. I'm assuming, Servo, you break into your ex's house and use it from time to time. Unless she has a ring doorbell, in which case you you cut the wires on it and then rewire them in between each bidet use. That's what I would do. I've heard this. Is, I've heard about servos X before. Amphetamines and bidets for days. I gotta say, I like amphetamines a little more than I like bidets, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. But yeah, since we, uh, well, since I referenced the, uh, the episode 69, eating ass episode with Meep, and the one with Spencer Lorian where we did a deep dive into JFK, I will link both those in the show notes because I think those are both uh, episodes worth checking out. Uh, Dan, would you like to talk about rectal bleeding? Let's do it, man. All right, this is from KHON2 News. It's an Asian news anchor and an Asian doctor. They are talking about rectal bleeding here on local news. 618 now, and it can be very scary if you see blood in the toilet after using the bathroom. What could be the cause of it, and what should you do? This morning on Ask a Specialist, we'll learn more about rectal bleeding with Dr. Daniel Ch- <laughs> Did he say ass a specialist? <laughs> like NASA for asses? Yes, yeah, it did sound like it. Ask, ask a specialist. Ask a specialist. This morning on Ask a Specialist. We'll and it sounded like ass. <laughs> it does sound like ass. And what should you do? This morning on Ask a Specialist, we'll learn more about rectal bleeding with Dr. Daniel Chan, gastroenterologist at the Queens Medical Center, West Oahu. Doctors, thank you so much for joining us this morning. First off, what is rectal bleeding? Well, Ross, I like to tell my patients that rectal bleeding is sort of like a nosebleed, although from the other end. Uh, This is oftentimes seen as bright red blood, uh, Mm -hmm. either in the toilet or on the uh, toilet paper when wiping after having a bowel movement. 
Now, just like a nosebleed, this can be a small amount of blood, typically stops on its own, uh, but can happen again from time to time, um, and it can be concerning to a lot of people. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people would be wondering what causes the rectal bleeding. Well, fortunately, the most common cause of rectal bleeding are blood vessels near the anal canal called hemorrhoids. Okay. Uh, hemorrhoids are a benign process that affect both men and women. Sorry, alike. i got to pause this Oftentimes, for a moment. Oftentimes, this uh, affects people who strain a lot, so people with chronic... Remember this video? Everybody yep, yep, yep. dance! I just or women after childbirth tend to get hemorrhoids. Uh, now, uh, unfortunately, rectal bleeding can... Why aren't they called herroids, then? <laughs> yeah. It can also be a serious symptom of something more sinister, such as a disease process like inflammatory bowel disease. I, got, I, I, <laughs> I did see one on, uh, on a YouTube comment on this video. <laughs> They're, why are they called hemorrhoids? They should be called ass-teroids with two S's. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but it can also be one of the only symptoms of telling of uh, foretelling of uh, colon cancer. So it's important for uh, rectal bleeding to be checked out by. I have semicolon cancer. So a lot of people are wondering what can a person do for <laughs> rectal bleeding from hemorrhoids, and I believe we have a picture up here. Absolutely. So the first thing is to talk to your doctor. Uh, a doctor may recommend to have a colonoscopy. Many people know that colonoscopies are used to screen for colon cancer, but can also be helpful to confirm where the source of rectal bleeding is coming from. Now, many people will say or think that colon cancer is only necessary to be screened for at age of 50 with colonoscopy, but people who experience rectal bleeding should be screened sooner. Fortunately, most of the time with rectal bleeding, this is from hemorrhoids, and we now offer a new treatment for hemorrhoids called hemorrhoid energy therapy. Hemorrhoid energy therapy <laughs> is done at the end of a colonoscopy. <laughs> hemorrhoid <Hit>. energy. Hemorrhoid. <laughs> you got, you got, got big hemorrhoid energy. <laughs> It's like big chad energy. Yeah. Gentle heat to actually treat the bleeding hemorrhoids. Seen in these figures here, you can see some of these internal hemorrhoids that can develop in people. At the end of a colonoscopy, we use a tool uh, in a non-invasive fashion to minimally tr uh, cauterize blood vessels or to burn blood vessels that feed these hemorrhoids that cause bleeding. Over time, these hemorrhoids uh, will scar down uh, in about four weeks' time 
and the bleeding reduces as the hemorrhoids shrink. This is an alternative to how hemorrhoids traditionally have been treated with surgeons either excising or removing them in a surgical setting and offers a painless, non-invasive technique that we can now do at the same time of colonoscopy. So this is a great uh, option for treatment of hemorrhoids and for rectal bleeding. Is this therapy pretty new? Wow, he smiled really big after he said rectal bleeding. Just <laughs> um, it's been around, but this is a new survey. Anyway, I don't know. I, did, I didn't, pre- didn't pre-screen this. Uh, it's, got, uh, it's got about 30 seconds left if you want to finish it out or we can <laughs> call it on that. I'm just curious how, how the cauterization of uh, hemorrhoids is painless. Uh, they dope you up with enough morphine, maybe. That's what I would do. Apparently. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. Would you like some recreational morphine with your hemorrhoid cream, sir? <laughs> Why, yes. Don't mind if I do. Light That's me up, Doc. Service line that we're offering now at our facility. So, Okay, to learn more about rectal bleeding and hemorrhoids, you can join Dr. Daniel Chan <laughs> for a free speaking of health lecture at the Queens Medical Center, West Oahu. It's called Getting to the Bottom of Rectal Bleeding and Hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Get into the bottom. No way, dude. <laughs> Get into the bottom. the bottom. Oh, dude, they know what they're doing. That's great. Yep, it's marketing. Right. It's all marketing. <laughs> Get into the bottom of rectal bleeding. This Thursday, April eighteenth, from six to seven p.m. Now, this is part of Queens West Oahu's monthly lecture series featuring important health information for the community. To register, call the Queens referral line at 691-7117, or you can go to queenswestoahu.org and click on classes and events. Dr. Chan, thank you so much for thank stopping by this morning. My pleasure. All right, coming up next, call him. I, uh, uh, I actually did do one of his lectures. It was the uh, Burning the Stigma of Herpes lecture. Oh. Well, if, you're, if you don't have herpes, you're the weird one. That's what I've heard. <laughs> But that's that's usually um, oral, not anal or uh, genital. It's uh, 2023, man. Anal herpes are completely fine. Aloha. Thank you for calling the Patient Support Center. Calls may be monitored and or recorded for quality and training purposes. You have reached referral line. Your call is important to us and we appreciate All right. Thank Good you. afternoon, Patient support referral line. This is. Hi, I was uh, I was watching a video of Doctor Chen, and uh, I he said there was a way to sign Hello? up. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. I, I was. Uh, Hi. Can you? Hear- w- yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Now I can. Oh. Thank you. I, I was watching uh, Dr. Chan's uh, video on, on rectal bleeding, and uh, I was I was told there was a class I could sign up for, an hour-long class about getting to the bottom of rectal bleeding. It was on the uh, WHLK YouTube channel. Um, we actually don't have any classes for that specifically. The only... You have, well... Yeah, we don't have any... Um... Hello. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was I was just more like, um, well, let me ask you this: Did w- do you know Doctor Chen personally, or no? Oh. No, I do not. I was just I thought it, I thought he kind of like I I just if you ever run into him, I thought you could maybe tell him that it, it's actually pretty good. It's pretty funny. Uh, the 
the getting to the bottom of rectal bleeding that he named the class that I thought that was pretty good, pretty funny. If you could just tell me. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I can give I can try to look for his number and you can call them directly and let them know that. Okay. Yeah, do you happen to know Dr. Chen's first name? Uh it was on the video. I could I could rewatch it again. I just watched the video and I just wanted I wanted to call and maybe take the class cuz I don't have rectal bleeding a lot, but sometimes, you know, when it's when it's really going, it's like I'm on my period, you know. That gets that kind of a thing. Mhm. Yeah. Um Dr. Chen, C H E N. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole bunch of Dr. Chen here. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Let me uh let me well, let me uh let me see if I can find him real quick. I actually have my, uh, okay. I have my, my dad's here, uh, uh, Danny. Dad, are you, are you are you here? Yeah, I'm here. I find it surprising. Uh, Chen is usually a, it's a pretty unique name. Yeah, can't believe there's more than one of them. Mm-hmm. That, is that the last name or is that the first name? Uh, that would be the that would be the last name. Um, <clears throat> let me uh, here. I can let, let's see here. Um, Dr. Chen. So, yeah, his name is Dr. Daniel Chan. I'm sorry. It was Chan, C-H-A-N. Daniel Chan. Gastroenterology. Dan. Gastro- oh, okay. Yeah, A-N. My bad. I'm sorry. Dr. Dan Dan Chan. Dan Dan Chan, yeah. He's like 4chan if there was only one okay, of them. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I do have doc- Dr. Daniel Chan's number here. Um, his number is... Okay. Would you like me to connect you to him? Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Okay. Okay, transferring. Thank you. Thank you. Aloha. Sorry to Thank be such a pain in the, the ass. <laughs> you have reached the special I can't believe clinic. <laughs> just like, For gastroenterology, just, please just press 1. Me. For primary care, please oh. press 2. Oh, uh... Uh, to schedule an appointment or to follow up on a referral, please press 1. For questions regarding prescription refills, surgery scheduling, or to speak with a staff member, please press 2. To repeat these options, please press 9. I'm going to have to bleep a lot of this shit out in post, that's for sure. <laughs> that's the one problem with prank calls, you just can't. Queensland, I'm also speaking. How can I help you? Hi, uh, we're looking for Dr. Jan Hello? Chan. Hello? This is Dr. Dan Chan's office. Yeah, we, I was just wondering if I could talk to Dr. Dan Chan himself. Uh, my dad and I were just watching a video of his, and we were wondering um, if, about the, his uh, rectal bleeding seminar, if he's still teaching that course. Oh, okay. Well, Dr. Chan is not in the office today. Um, I Do you have, like, information I can possibly... Um, take a message and yeah could you him. just write could you just write are down a message from uh because just... it's it's actually uh it's funny my dad here's name is danny and um and so it's we just got it's also kind of funny that we had with same name as as uh, his name's last name is not chan but his first name's dan so but yeah if you could just take down a message oh, uh okay. what, what do we want to say dad uh main uh, we well did, uh i was gonna, we're gonna ask uh you know so have you if you put a Snickers bar into a bucket of red Kool Aid, that's effectively what I'm seeing every time I go to the bathroom. Um, so I, I want to bring that issue up with him, obviously. 
but also we're big fans of what, what was the phrase there, son? Well, they, we we watched his video because we we've been both having issues. Some uh, <clears throat> me worse than him sometimes, but um, the, the in regards to rectal bleeding, he he advertised an hour long seminar Dr. Chan did about uh, rectal bleeding, but he called it getting to the bottom. Of rectal bleeding, which I thought we just Shit. thought we we just thought that was a real knee slapper, you know. So I just yeah, wanted to compliment de- despite, him on that as well. Despite this being a very serious okay. medical issue for me, I thought that was quite hilarious. So if you could just pass okay. that info along to him, and uh, maybe if, if you if he could just leave us a voicemail and and get back to us uh, at his earliest convenience, you know. Okay, and then sorry, can can you spell your last name for me? Oh, uh, my my father is uh, uh, Dan Chang. Chang. Yeah. Uh, C H A N G. Uh, no, uh, T R A I N. Train. Oh, like train. I'm. Sorry. Yeah, Dan Train, like Choo Choo Train. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. All right. And your phone number? Uh, that that phone number there is going to be eight six five. Hello. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, eight six five. Six five. Four six five. Six two seven one. Three. Six two seven one. Where are you folks calling from? Uh, we are uh, uh vacationing right now in uh in uh, Honolulu. But we are we are actually from Tennessee. Okay. Vacationing from Honolulu. That's why I can let him know. Vacationing from Honolulu. And you folks had um, came across his rectal bleeding seminar on from online. Well, he advertised it on uh, 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 KHON Two News, and that's where we had watched it because we'd. Um, oh, okay. Web. Sometimes when you get on WebMD, uh, make it's. It can be a little untrustworthy, so right, we like right. to get our medical advice from YouTube, and that's yeah. why we, we saw his okay. video. And and yeah, due to the Hawaiian punch and the toilet bowl issue, yeah. Yes, I will put a note to that as well. Okay. As well. Okay, well, thank so you. I have the number eight six five four six five six two seven one, and right. um, your dad's name is Daniel Train. And train. That's that's correct. And you folks are vacationing in Honolulu, yes, at the yep. moment. And you're calling regarding the rectal bleeding seminar that was advertised on KHON. Uh, right. Yeah, KHON two, I believe, is what. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the and the Hawaiian okay. punch uh, in the toilet. And the Hawaiian, yes. Yeah. So snicker and Hawaiian punch. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. that's it. Well, thank you. Okay, and you folks would like to speak with him. Okay. I'll go ahead and send a message. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Hello. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Tell you what. (laughs) What you said, Snicker (laughs) Mac. I'll tell you what, I'll give that bitch a Hawaiian punch if you know what I'm saying. That was a really nice lady. She was very nice, very pleasant. Agreed. Oh man, Dan, I think that's a good way to end the show right there. I want to see a better way to end it. Absolutely. Oh, that was great. If uh, if by the time I get this edited uh, and Doctor 
Chan calls back, I'll put his voicemail. He leaves us in the in the post production. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, every every Tuesday at uh, what is it around five thirty Eastern? Still, you do your uh, the millennial five, media five thirty Central, six thirty Eastern, five thirty Central. Right? Yes. Yeah, uh, awesome. We got that's uh yeah you and you and John do that it's a great show it's uh and it's you guys you guys have a solid formula and I is I will say I've um I like the I like that you guys cover the uh, trans kids stuff like it, the last I think the last two shows in an audio form because it really like makes me want to blow my brains out seeing the visual form that all these other conservatives cover that in. So you right. get, you guys get to cover it in a way. It's the, the, there's a, it's kind of like this. The rectal bleeding is the same way. It's like if in an audio form, it's more palatable than um, than seeing the visual aspect of it. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> so, appreciate that. But yeah, no, you guys you guys do a great show, and you have a great uh, community over there. And uh, just if you if you need any if you need any help from me with anything at all, man, other than yeah, obvious, oh, go ahead, sir. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for the kind words. Obviously, thank you for also inviting me on the show. Um, I think you should have a conversation with John one of these days. Yeah, he's been itching to talk to you. Oh, really? Like a butthole. <laughs> like an itchy butthole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you, uh, you guys, you guys are doing great over there. And uh, like, I, I think the first time I heard of the show is it was submitted to us on the uh, now on hiatus. Uh, uh, what's the? I don't even remember the name. Oh yeah, misinformed nation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like episode one or something. And uh, right within three episodes, I think you surpassed the production quality of of Abs in a Six Pack. It was kind of crazy how quick you guys like just got on that horse and started riding. <laughs> when you guys took our episode three and then put it on blast, <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing makes you want to improve better than another podcast. Like other people listening to you, you're like, oh my god, this yeah. is intense. I, well, yeah, I don't, I don't even, I didn't even ever want to go back and listen to that because I had no idea who you guys were and what the show was when I was commenting on it. So I probably was like a little meaner than I should have been. I don't know. Oh no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all love, my brother. <laughs> Dude, no, I, lo- I love you, man. And uh, yeah, MMO dot show for anybody that's listening will be linked in the show notes. Anything else you got that uh, you want to plug? No agenda social. Nope, nope, uh, nothing here. Just uh, you know, maybe reconsider how you wipe your butt, Doctor Chin. Uh, shout out, Dr. Chen. Watch your diet. Hot pockets and honey buns. Well, that's uh, that's that's going to be our show for today. I think we'll call it there. And um, unless Dr. Chen calls back soon. That lady, uh, man, that lady was real polite, huh? That's right. That's the, that's she the legitimately. Easy, she called easy back way. to Snickers bar at least two <laughs> minutes later. Like she, she wrote it down. She like knew it. <laughs> Snickers bar and Hawaiian bar. punch. I like how you said Hawaiian punch too. That's pretty good. Yeah, as soon as we're in Honolulu, you got. Oh my god. Oof. Oh well. Oh man, I think uh, we'll call it there. End with a showdown at high noon here. When you shit outside, it's not going to be a decent shit. Yeah. MMO.show, the Millennial Media Offensive with Dan and John. Fed, fed, fed. You don't know shit because you never been fucked in the ass. Coachella sucks this year.
sure you don't want to go down on someone and find a dingleberry of poop and pubes stuck in your teeth. Because poop is funny. This has always blown my mind. Hey guys, your mom took a shit and doesn't want me to see it. Perfect poop and you wipe once and it's clean and you don't even need like, like, wow, is this great? You seen the remix of that? No, no. Oh man, Kate that was, was good. Co-host <laughs> of the show, Chill Daddy Chill remix. Buddy, hey, hey, you're Jill. trespassing on my property. Get I'm, the hell out of no, my listen, yard. Hey, 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 JT, hey, JT, JT go, yeah. let me have this house. JT, let you have my house. Yes. My shed. He, we, I want it. You're trespassing on my property. You didn't win shit in my yard. Wait, wait, I, wait. All of you, Daddy Chill. What the hell is even that? Chill. <laughs> what the hell is even that? Oh, this is not the one I was looking for. This is one of these goofball remixes. Fuck white.
Great, I like that a lot. Some free advice? You ever get back there? You hoard toilet paper. Understand me? Hoard it. Hoard it like it's made of gold. Because it is. I got my toilet paper stacked wall to wall. I'm gonna wipe until I can't wipe no more. Enough hand sanitizer to survive martial law. Gonna hide in my house and lock my door. Toilet paper in stock, got that Purell on lock Tall paper towel stack, milking eggs in the back I ain't got no canned food because I'm low IQ But that don't mean I'm not prepared, I know exactly what to do I'm totally prepared I ain't even scared I don't need no food or guns Martial law gonna be so fun Hiding in my bunker, well actually I don't have a bunker But I don't even need one, I'm still gonna have fun I've seen plenty of movies where there's a pandemic As long as there's tanks on the streets, I ain't gonna panic I'm totally prepared over toilet paper breaking out in grocery stores as shelves run empty. A Bankstown mother and daughter have been charged after a fight over toilet paper in Woolworths. All I need is toilet paper. I've never felt safer. Oh, shit, wait a minute. How am I even going to take a shit if I don't have any food to eat? Tobus Reps here, stopping in for a meet and greet. Hi, welcome to Reggie's. What can I get for you? You got a sale on slightly soiled. No, 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 we're not customers. Uh, I don't know if you saw our presentation we did the other day, but we're running things here at the mall now. What exactly do you sell here, Reggie? Well, used toilet paper, of course. There's a lot of demand for that here then, Reg? It's more of a gourmet operation. Okay, right then, gourmet. I got it. G-O-R-M-A-Y. G-O-R-M-A-Y. M-A-Y. 
Yep. Uh, every night we go out to the usual spots, you know, abandoned porta potties, sewage mains, those kind of places, and we do our collecting. And then uh, we take the messy slop back here and we spool it all onto new rolls. What's that shit? It's a shit smell. Is that you? It smells like popo. Yeah, my, my father taught me this profession years ago. And now I'm teaching it to my son. Good. Speak of the devil. Come on. This is Jeffrey. Say hello. Hi. Hello. Where you been hiding this boy? It's not a bad boy. Come here. Let me feast my eyes on that boy. Come here. Take a look at you. Hey. Look at the size of him. Look at this. Hmm. See your mouth. Nice. Nice teeth. You want to sit on Uncle Tim's lap? Get on my knee. I like your son a lot. All right, all right, Tim. Um, listen, Reggie, after a few calculations here, it looks like your store isn't quite fit for the new Dobus brand. Sorry, Reg, we're going to have to shut this boy down. It's been in the family for years. You know, the new Swallow Valley Mall is about fresh, clean, safe. You know what, Tim? There's an opening for head of janitorial, and I don't know Reggie's qualifications, but I feel like we could give him a shot. What do you think? Uh, well, um... You do the dust, you do the yeah. shine. We make a mess, you clean it up, that's the job. Okay, yeah. Great. Well, Reg, it sounds like you're going to be pretty busy over the next few weeks. Jeffrey, how about you tag along with us, and I could teach you a little bit about... What it's like to be a businessman around here, what it's like to be a real man. What it's like to be a real successful businessman. Huh? Sound good? Yes, sir. Oh, don't call me sir. Why don't you call me daddy? Say yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. Does that sound good to you, Uncle Reg? Yeah, okay. You're going to be my son? That's what I thought. Everybody go check out fucking Abs in a Six Pack. Your call has you been forwarded like podca- to Hold on. One second. If you guys like podcasts and you like conspiracy theories and you like fucking fun prank phone calls to fucking CVS's as an old man telling them that they need to get five vaccinations right now so they could go to Krispy Kreme Donuts and cash them in for free donuts, that's the kind of shit that they're doing over there at fucking... Uh, <clears throat> over there at Abs in a Six Pack, and it fucking rules. Uh, go listen to Abs in a Six Pack. Uh, you can find it at shitmyass.com. I'm serious. Go to shitmyass.com to listen to Abs in a Six Pack. Abs in a Six Pack! A B S N A. Six, the number, P-A-C-K dot com. Everybody go check out Abs in a Six Pack at shitmyass.com. Shitmyass.com. I think I'm pretty sure that's the right URL. Yeah. Shitmyass.com. They do great interviews. Show's great. Are 
Please leave your message for...